Keep it there. Listen, listen. If it doesn't work, I'm going to like do some very uh, non-government friendly actions. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you know what Would is a government include... friendly action? God damn it! The both of us. Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. The mark of my dignity shall scar thy DNA. Welcome back to yet another couple hours where our sanity will be questioned. I'm Adam. Very real. So real. I don't think you've spoken anything more true, Adam. I'm yeah. Joe. Hi, you know Adam. What? I'm about to say something that's very true. Let me just... <sighs> you can't smell that. But I'm about to smoke that Queen Elizabeth pack. <laughs> I am so serious. I got this strain called Lemonade with two ends. And I'm about to smoke that Lizzie pack. I'm laughing <laughs> to the bank. Let's get that going. Damn, son. Fuck Elizabeth. I'll be honest, bro. Like, oh, I know that she Elizabeth. was horrible. And, like, I, I know every... Like, I know the history. It's just, like, finding that out is kind of, like... I, I saw it coming, so it didn't surprise me as bad. This is, like, sure. Like, it, like it's just another thing that happened. All right, sure, why not? I'm about to take but... the ceremonial first hit of this Queen Elizabeth <laughs> shit, boy. Hitting that back, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy. It's gotta be good. That shit's gotta hitting. Be this hitting. is a sativa. It's gonna it's wake me hitting. up. I was yawning on the way home, but I got this sativa. It's gonna wake me up. All right, <laughs> smoking that Lizzie pack so that though she is dead, she will uh, give me a little bit of life. All right. Hey, bit. I know we bit. got a bunch of listeners in London, the UK. Shouts out to them niggas. At least y'all got a day off. <laughs> Dude, have you seen that fucking report where it, where they were saying like, "Oh, the Queen dying is London's 9/11." Hey, bro. Fuck them. Like like you you know what's the funniest shit is I seen a TikTok where the announcement came literally at the beat drop in like an EDM oh, station. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Yo. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Queen yeah. got an outro played for her, bro. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. It, it was about damn time. It was about damn time. Yeah, literally um, Rip Bozo 
rest in piss. You <laughs> will not be missed. I am literally smoking <laughs> on the ops right now. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, I'm not going to be out here like fucking Heinz USA making a post about how we missed a queen. Nah, I'll be like Heinz Ireland. Nah. That was a very fun day. I really wish Twitter were like like Twitter was around when Ronald Reagan died because oh boy, I really would love to see how black Twitter would jump off at him and Richard Nixon dying. <laughs> that would be crazy. <clears throat> Damn. That's just loud. That's what we need. Damn. <clears throat> so, yeah, I can tell. I can tell. That's just loud. Okay. <laughs> Bro, bro's coughing up a lung over here. <laughs> Smoking on the ops, bitch. This, that's how it's got to be. <laughs> so, I want to ask, right? How is your. It's been like two or three weeks. Like, I, I want to see how you've been doing because I've, I've been going through a lot. <laughs> it's like, know what you mean. Uh,. Honestly, not not a whole, I haven't been up to a whole lot. Uh, it was mm-hmm. like some 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 like mental block that I was going through, I guess, and like I wasn't really feeling enough to like motivated enough to do shit. But mm-hmm. I got over it. I'm good now. Uh, I'm we straight. We fuck it. We ball. Yeah, yeah. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, Hannah Baker. Ball. Hannah Baker had 13 <laughs> reasons, bitch. I got 500. But fuck it. We ball. <laughs> That's what we doing. Ball is life. All right. Uh, she it's like a no. Um, but o- over over the past few weeks, um, I've been I I've, I've been up to some interesting things. I um, I was well, I guess it's recent thing because it's probably like my most favorite thing that I've been doing. Um, I've been replaying through Pokemon Two, and man, does this game hold up? Like I know that. I don't think that, in my opinion, I don't think that there's like a really quote unquote bad uh, Pokemon gen. Um, Twitter would but just there are definitely you. some. Yeah, no, I know, I, I know. Like I know that people are out here saying like, oh, Sword and Shield is bad, and like uh, Sun and Moon and those games, but Gen Five like Sword and Shield. Yeah, I, even even all these years later, fucking ten years later, people are still slandering this game, and it's just like how man, like. Out of there, there might be some nostalgia. I won't lie, but I played through all of these games. Like I've, I've played every single Pokemon entry. But it's definitely not a coincidence that Gen Five is my favorite. Um, yeah, these games hold up so well, more than the other Pokemon games. In my opinion, in my opinion, Twitter, please. Your Twitter's hampering your fucking connection been, already because you're this... giving a bet because you're giving a take they don't like. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna it's get Jack. fucking ratioed in the quote tweets, bro. Getting ratioed Hell, on your own podcast. Kicked. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> They've infiltrated the fucking uh, data stream and they're ratioing you on the blockchain. <laughs> oh shit! They're ratioing the satellite connection between us right now. That's what they're doing. Oh lord! Oh my lord! <laughs> How any of this works, I don't know. Hey, bro. Hey, dude. It's it's fucking Twitter.com. They they will find any scrap of information and take it, bro. Like that's how Twitter is. They'll, they'll connect those two dots. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, Pokemon White too. It's it's really good. I've gotten up to the fourth gym, mm. and oh, so I completely forgot to mention that um, 
I'm playing this on uh I'm I'm playing this a modded uh like some modded version. I believe it's called Volt White 2 Redux. You playing it on like an emulator? No, I'm playing it on my actual DS. Like it, it took some <laughs> It's more. incredibly easy to hack your 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> no guys. Um yeah, I I I know that uh the Wii U is a really cool console and all, but it's really not that hard to jailbreak your 3DS guys. <laughs> it's, it's not really that hard not to that hack hard. your 3DS. <laughs> Sacker I said, didn't it? <laughs> said it on his YouTube channel, didn't he? God damn. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, like, yo, Nintendo hired this nigga, and yet he is out here hacking Nintendo console. I'm surprised they did not send him a cease and desist <laughs> on the spot before it even aired, bro. But yeah, right. They, he just recorded it. Nintendo's like, we got him, <laughs> sir. Just pass it off to fucking uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, sir. It's like, he, it's like he's making a game, and then they come in like George Bush on 9-11. They just whisper in his ear, sir, <laughs> Sakurai modded his 3DS. <laughs> Actually, I, I, got, I, I do got to say, though, it, that it has been a good investment so far, like modding my 3DS. So if you have one, even if it's an old one, you can still do it. So give it a shot. It's really not that hard to hack your 3DS, guys. Um, it is I, <laughs> Yunoru Kami, on the Nintendo 3DS. On the Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it did take some work to get the mod running though, because I had to, I had to get some like, I genuinely I thought it was a virus at first because it's like some really sketchy old program um, mm-hmm. used to convert and uh, package um, Nintendo DS files. And um, I guess they were using that program to, like, uh, modify the code or whatever it is that program does. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, I had to find the right ROM because uh, there were, like, four different ones that I went through. And it kept telling me, this is not the uh, this is not the ROM that the mod is built for. So I was like, okay, I got to find a different version. And not even the fucking Internet Archive had the correct version for the ROM. And then I finally found one on this, like, uh, on, on uh, literally the last time it was updated was 2012. So I'm surprised that it's still on here or on that website. Pretty but sure the I ROM site it. I use might have it. I could, I'd have to check, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why, but there's uh, some edited versions of the ROMs released. Um, like one said, uh, I, I, I downloaded one that said, like, team and EXP patch. I'm not sure what that means. Um so I don't I don't know, um, but yeah I've I've been playing through the games and or game and yeah it's it's really good so far I mean good. I I I've I've already played it but hey. it's been so long uh, since I you know last played them I'm revisiting them for the first time in almost a decade <clears throat> and yeah nah shit's good shit's good um, I'm probably gonna play um, Omega Ruby next. That's the Ruby Sapphire. Uh, no Emerald. So sad. Uh, no Emerald remake. Come on. Y'all miss that. Um, same with Platinum. I don't know why they didn't remake Platinum. Uh, I know that like those games serve as the like sequel. Not, not a sequel, but it's like a bridging together of the games to make an enhanced version. But, you know, they could have brought that content over to the remakes, which is weird. Like, why did they get rid of the Shadow World and uh, Brilliant? Uh, what, what is it? Brilliant Diamond? Holy fucking shit. It's like some shit. <laughs> Are you good? You good over there? Bro? No, 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 no. I was making a joke because I said, holy fucking shit. Because you said the Shadow <laughs> World. So I was making a joke. I was having a bit. 
Just leave it. <laughs> the Persona 4. Is that a motherfucking bad. Persona 4 reference, dude? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I, one thing that I completely forgot about, though, and what I've gotten used to, or I guess spoiled uh, to, is the fact that none of the Pokemon games, uh, you can't see the enemy Pokemon's uh, weaknesses. Like, you just have to memorize the Pokemon Gay. with uh, its of uh, affinities and its types and all that shit. And that's something I completely forgot about, because SMT, Final yeah, Fantasy, right. <laughs> <and> <laughs> every other JRPG that exists has the ability to, like, inspect your enemy. Pokemon like, developed by fucking Fuka. <laughs> and it's like they made Gen 1 and said, okay, let's put on some paint over it every other year and make a new one. Hell yeah. Which it still sells, still like, sells mad copies, though. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, shit. The new Gen, I forget the names. Uh... The ones that are coming out later, whenever they come out, it's like all I know is that the professors look kind of hot. So you know, like that, that's already have. kind of got me. I mean, yeah. Let's not. Right, let, we're not gonna sit here and disrespect my bitch, Professor Juniper. Oh, dude, dude, that that's that's when I that's when I knew that's that's what that's the first <laughs> that's, time I that's when I knew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that is fucking hilarious um but other other than pokemon um i've sadly regrettably gone back to destiny 2 i know Boo! yeah I know. you're a phony a big fat phony <laughs> how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man yeah i know i know i it's 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 an addiction, bro. It's an addiction. I was right I about to say you were a bro, fucking I addict. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need Destiny 2. I don't need to play that game. The game's bad. Two months and later, like, two OMG, later. me and the bestie. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> Literally, though. I mean, uh, I, I, I will say the season so far is fucking garbage. Um, I, I, it is a repeat of last season to where it's like all of the story content is like good like the story is is still really good that that is something that they've nailed uh the story's good but the actual gameplay kind of sucks <laughs> like the like the seasonal activities and like the new uh gameplay offerings that they bring and like shit like that i i don't like any of it the only reason i am currently playing the game is because Destiny 1 raid King's Fall came back and Ooh. it is one of the best raids. Um it is not my personal favorite. It is in my top 3, but you know, we we all know that number 1 is Vogue. Oh, it we is. All, oh, I was going to I thought it was going to be Vogue. No. No, Vogue, Vogue is good, but uh it, it, there, there, since Destiny released there have been so many other raids that are better than Vogue. Just like they're mechanically more interesting or like uh, the combat is more interesting, stuff like that. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I I I do like the changes that they made to King's Fall. Um, some of the some of the features or not features, but like requests that um, or feedback that was given to Bungie in Destiny One was actually implemented in the Destiny Two version of King's Fall. Like for example, uh, the second boss, uh, Golgoroth, um, he's like this giant ogre. 
and um he has like the way to damage him is that he has like little bubbles around him that you have to shoot down um in destiny one you could get away with only using one of those orbs because there are six in total right um you could get away with using only one of those orbs and be completely fine um but in destiny 2 they require you to use all six uh, all six of the orbs so it's like it, it it just makes more sense that way because like only using one of the six available you know bubbles to like damage the boss it's kind of it's kind of pointless like well, 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 <laughs> why have all of those other bubbles if people are not going to use it right so they actually implemented that into destiny 2 which is like nice it makes the the fight uh flow better i guess um and the best the fucking best change that they did to the raid is oryx is an actual like boss now because in destiny one uh the main way that you would quote unquote fight oryx is you would detonate bombs and like do do damage to him that way you wouldn't directly attack him you would do nothing to shoot him like anything that you did to the boss up until his final stand uh was completely pointless so now in destiny 2 tell you go <laughs> i said no because you said oh. i was making jokes nigga dang no uh, no it's no. It, sounded, it sounded like you were like croaking Nody. over there and i no. was like damn no I, um, I already finished smoking that one i got another one uh for later i guess <laughs> for later on in the podcast yeah but no i just sure, i just sure. said i said no because you said you, again just making no, yeah. fucking random ass jokes don't worry about me just jojo references all right Technically, isn't that uh, Fist of the North Star, sir? Hey, are you throwing this back in my face? (laughs) I have done that too many times for me to be comfortable with that joke. All right. (laughs) My bad, Adam. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm just just out of love. love. Coping right now, bro. I think we both uh, need some, uh, considering that tweet I made earlier, but we can get to that later if you want. Nigga, uh, I've been coping about MVC4 for years, nigga! Okay, <laughs> this is nothing new to me. It's like I know. It's like I know what you mean. Because I, 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 I've seen I'm going to. I'm going to have to murder someone in order to get that uh, arcade one-up cabinet. That is my current <laughs> goal, is to get that. And I have like two paychecks to save up for it. So, so hey, she six hundred bucks. I mean, I fucking hope so. That's not bad. Yeah, but they're not to scale. They're not to scale arcade cabinets. But you know what? Uh, We're getting off topic. You were were talking about Destiny. We'll 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 come back to that later if you want to talk about that presentation. But anyways, what um, fucking presentation? There was nothing there. Like it was garbage. Yeah, it was. It was all just mobile games, which is like so fucking weird to make a like uh like a uh, show about but you know whatever um anyways back back to back to uh destiny uh yeah um yeah oryx is actually fun to do and those or that boss is like the one problem that i had with king's fall because the rest of the raid is kind of just standing around and like shooting stuff and getting on plates but oryx just felt really bad because you were in that fight for so long now you can actually like you know be good and do something about it you know potentially like 
one i've seen a bunch of teams already one phase this man which is fucking crazy because my team is nowhere near as good i mean <clears throat> i <clears throat> um I, I i'm just saying that i've one phased them with lfgs but um you know no shade to my team no shade to my team um <laughs> anyways um yeah so i I've, I've been having fun with king's fall i i think it was a better reintroduction than vault of glass and that's simply because vault of glass changed up way too much about uh like the original raid it feels like an entirely new experience compared to uh like king's fall to where it's it, it feels like it like it, it they just brought it back and like there it is and i i did enjoy um finding the changes to uh vaults of glass uh like i i still like the destiny 2 version of vaults of glass better than destiny 1 but you know like i i still think that um like communication from bungie wasn't uh like really provided about the raid and like what to expect um of the returning raid so maybe that's just on me but um other than destiny um that's basically been about it i've been reading some manga mm-hmm. i uh, picked up some books to read um i i i <laughs> i watched a single episode a single episode of breaking bad um over the last three weeks was it fly um, please god <laughs> I, i'll go back and watch it i promise i will no! okay <laughs> i will because I will, I will. like I, I i actually saw um a YouTube video about it, not like watched it, but like I saw it on my recommended, yeah. and like that reminded me, like it, it, if someone's making a video essay about the like a, an episode I, that I didn't I like, I told you because Nicola. I missed the point. I but, told you, Nicola. Um, I mean, it's not that I missed the point. Like I, I got well, like what they were what they were trying to communicate with. Man, them, but this it's is about like, a fly. Shut it off. <laughs> Skip right, <laughs> man. This part um, is all about gay cowboys. Skip. <laughs> that's what it felt like a little bit maybe maybe um <laughs> but yeah um i've i've also been giving some bad takes on twitter so if you want to go follow me over there um you can find me over at twitter.com slash that's twitter.com slash k-a-z-a-n-e-r-d-i that was smooth. that's been my few weeks that was fucking um, smooth that was smooth. I like that. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I I I appreciate it. I've been I've been kind of making some uh like some notes as I go back and listen to the episodes. So you know. Yeah, good stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad. Good stuff. What about you, Adam? Like, what's been okay? Up? You've been saying we haven't done this podcast time. for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and because we've been gone, I played through two new games. Like that's. Like, that's crazy. Two new games. Okay. I played through Saints Row, the reboot. I finished it. I'm currently in the mm-hmm. end game content now. I've got a lot to say about that game. Most of which is going to be a rehash of things that I've said about the franchise uh, in previous episodes. And I also mm-hmm. played All-Star Battle R, which is a game I'm already familiar with. Because I played All-Star Battle back when it was on the PS3. Mm-hmm. So... Where do we start? We're going to go Saints Row first, okay? Sure. So, as has long been established, I'm a fan of this franchise, of the Saints Row franchise, or certain aspects of it, okay? Like, yeah. the first two games, I think, are the peak of the franchise. 
Uh, a lot of NPC idiots think Saints Row 3 is good. And to those people, I say, go outside. You know, <laughs> get some bitches. Because that game is fucking trash. All right. And Saints Row 4 was good just because the gameplay was fun, but the story was just not hidden. There are certain yeah. parts that was hidden, and the parts that were hidden were all just like referencing what happened in Saints Row 2 and 1. So just to just to show you exactly what is good about that game. Nothing outside of the references. <laughs> and then Gat Out of Hell was so bad I couldn't finish it. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I, I know. Like I was 14 one. years old and I said, nope, this game sucks. And I, 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 you know, I, when I bought Saints Row 4 for the PS4, uh, Gattered Hell came with it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to replay this. I don't want to give it a second chance. It was that bad. Um, I, I skipped out on Agents of Mayhem because it wasn't an official Saints Row game. Even though they did have a bunch of Saints Row characters in it. Like, I know they had uh, Johnny Gat, and I believe they had Kinsey and Pierce in it. But, you know... Just putting Johnny Gat in something is not enough for me to be like, yeah, okay, I could do this. No, I'm not that much of an idiot. <laughs> um, but when this reboot was announced, I was kind of skeptical because it's like, okay, are we going to be going back to the more, you know, hip hop kind of roots or are we going to stick more to the Saints Row 3 way of doing things? And like I said, since I've completed the game and I'm currently working on the end game content, I can confidently say they chose the latter and decided to just sort of smush uh, the progression of the Third Street Saints from the first three games into one, if that's a way I can put it. It tries to right. say a lot about a lot of things and utterly falls flat. Like, this game, I, I, I see a lot of, like, idiots on the internet describe this game as, like, quote-unquote woke or whatever. <laughs> um, Which I fucking hate that term, but... This game wants to sort of appeal to my politics. You know what I mean? Like my my hard, my far left politics, but kind of fails. And what's crazy is the first two games or more specifically the first game uh does way more because it by by virtue of its premise um like accomplishes that already. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna, like this like Saints Row 1 is like like damn near set like it's got to be like like 15 years old, you know, plus. So I'm going to just run down the basic premise uh, and backstory and not go into too many like plot details or whatever. But like, and, and just, just tell me which one sounds more like real and feasible to you. Okay. Sure. So as for, as far as the original game goes, um, back in like the, like the seventies, eighties, nineties, that sort of miasma of time. Um, there was this neighborhood in this city called Stillwater called Sunnyvale Gardens, right? It's like a housing project, you know, low income, you know, minority dominated neighborhood. And there were these two guys living in that neighborhood called Julius Little and Ben King. Okay. These guys were real tight and were real close friends. Julius was even dating Ben King's uh, younger sister. Right. And this foreign gang, you know, they're called the Carnalis or like a cartel sort of gang come into the city and they start setting up shop, you know, setting up their, you know, drug trafficking, firearms trafficking, you know, rackets and whatnot. Uh, and this other gang in like the rich area of the city, which is just like a, and this gang is like a Fast and Furious ripoff, you know, called like the guy <laughs> from the gang who you're like fighting, who's like the final boss, literally he's just like a Vin Diesel clone. 
these guys, this gang called, uh, you know, rolls up. They're called the Rollers. And they're into more like, um, uh, like, like, uh, th- like car theft and uh, import export type deal. And the Rollers and the Carnalas start fighting. The violence spills onto the streets of Sunnyvale Gardens. So Julius, Ben, and a bunch of other niggas in the neighborhood get together to form this gang called the Vice Kings in order to keep their neighborhood safe, right? And push the gangs and the violence off the streets. You know, eventually they do. But, you know, when Julius goes to Ben, he says, hey, man, we, you know, we've got the gangs out. Let's drop our flags and call it quits. Ben chooses not to. And instead he sort of takes up the, you know, empty space in the criminal market you know, sets up with like the drug dealing and sets up like a front company and form like a record label and whatnot. And Julius is like, fuck this. And he just moves to Saints Row. Okay. So the titular neighborhood from the games. Right. And eventually the violence between the Vice Kings, the Rollers and the Carnalis spills onto the streets of Saints Row, which you can see in the opening uh, like video of the game where your character is like rescued from like a three-way gang fight, essentially. And you're rescued by Julius and his friend Troy. And Julius recruits you into the Saints. Okay? The Saints were formed for the same specific reason as the Vice Kings were. To keep the violence off the streets. And the Saints, at the very end of the game, fall the same fate. Whereas, instead of, you know, any of the other Saints, you know, refusing to drop their flags, it's you, the protagonist, who does... And so Julius blows you up and that leads directly into Saints Row 2, right? Pretty simple stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the setup and like sort of Cliff Notes version of the first game. Whereas Saints Row 2022 is you and your friends, you and three other people. I, I, they are your friends, but they're really not written as well as, you know, the other guys were. Um, mm-hmm. You and your three roommates are living in an apartment. You can barely pay the rent. Uh, or buy a fucking waffle maker and you get fired from your job. And because you're fired from your job, you and your friends rob a check cashing place and decide to start a gang. That's literally the, like, what? that is it. <laughs> that is it. Okay. That's it. What a shift. <laughs> you get fired. Like the first like two, three missions are you working for, you know, this private security company called Marshall and you're so good at your job that they fire you. <laughs> and so you and your friends decide to rob a check cashing place. Then, you know, as you're being unemployed, two of your friends go to like a party. The party gets shot up by one of your friends gangs that they're in. And then they ch- and like all of the gangs in the city are at the party you know what i mean it it tries to sort of yeah and 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 so you know your friend has to betray his gang and your other friend has to betray her gang and so now none of you are employed or affiliated with gangs anymore so you decide to um start up your own i guess that's it because you have too much student loan debt and rent and you don't have a job you know what i mean so you start Start a gang Now, okay, now, while sure. that, while that sort of sounds in uh, like real, I guess you know something that really sucks is that real gangs were formed in order to keep violence off of the streets of their neighborhoods. That's a real thing, right? Like that's how the Black Pea Stones got started. That's a, that's a gang in my own fucking city. That's how they got started. It was literally to keep gang violence from other gangs 
out of their fucking neighborhood, right? I've never heard of a gang that started because niggas had too much student loans. <laughs> like, never yeah. in my life. Yeah, no, no. You know, it, it's crazy because this because in the run-up to this game coming out, the the devs' volition really rubbed people the wrong way by trying to suggest that, like, Saints Row was, like, not diverse, which is a bold-faced fucking lie when most of your cast is black and there's only one white dude there. You know what I mean? The protagonist is whatever race. Julius is black. Troy is white. Dex is black. Gat is Korean. He's dating a black chick. Lynn is Asian. All right. And then moving to Saints Row 2, Pierce is black. Carlos is Hispanic. Chandi's the only white person there. And then Gat is also back and he's still Korean. He's dating Halle Berry now. All right. So, like, I don't, I don't, I just think that uh, there's a perfect shitstorm of, of garbage surrounding this game for it to come out. And let's not even yeah. get into how it plays, because it just plays exactly like Saints Row 3. I am pretty sure this game is built on the same foundations as that, you know, which sucks because I've been asking for just for like a, a Saints Row 2 style game for a while. And Volition, I know I talked about this in a past podcast, but they pulled a Konami and lost the fucking source code. Oh, of course. <laughs> of you know, course. they said, hey, you remember Silent Hill HD? Let's do that, but for ourselves. All wait, right. wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. Wait, it's still the same company um, that developed uh, Saints Row 2 back in the day? Volition has been around since Saints Row, since before Saints Row 1, yeah. They made, so, so the, they've uh, been they made developing Red... Saints Row since since then they've been developing saints row since it's since it started yeah they they made oh, red faction really? they made red faction and they made um the punisher on the ps2 i genuinely thought that this was uh, uh like a new developer no they're deep oh. silver volition because they were acquired by deep silver but they're still mm-hmm. volition there's still people who've been working like i think the only person or I wouldn't say the only person, but the person I could know best who's been working there since before Saints Row 3 is, uh, uh, I think, uh, Jim Boone. He's like the, he was like the creative director. And he's he's been around the block for a long-ass time. But most yeah. of the people who made Saints Row 1 and 2 are gone. So, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the games, yeah, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so, okay. So it's not just that the premise is bad, but the writing is also bad. That's been like the number one thing, aside from the technical issues that everybody's had a problem with. And I don't have yeah. a problem with it on like a fucking, uh, like a look at this game is woke and leftist kind of way. Um, I have a problem with this game because it sucks. Like in terms of the writing, I guess. It is, it is written for people who are like fans of The Office. And I uh. like The Office, but it is written for those kinds of people. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, uh, it's crazy, man. They took out all of the fucking immature jokes, which sounds like a really non-complaint, but, like, I don't see why they had to change that. Like, the old car shop, like, you know saying how a GTA has, like, the pan spray, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saints Row had rim jobs, which I don't even need to explain that one. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But they changed it to Jim Robs. Made it owned oh, by a guy named Jim Rob. Why? Because Rim Jobs is too... Uh, I don't know why. I, I, they've never explained why. As far as I know. 
Freckle Bitches, which is just the parody of Wendy's. It's FBs now. What does FB stand for? I don't know. It's Freckle Bitches. All right. And all of the names of the items from Freckle Bitches were like sex puns. All right. So. Oh, hell yeah. And they changed those too. Can't course. even order food in this game like you could in Saints Row 1 and 2. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I know. It's a real, real GTA San Andreas comparison right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not really, but the, all the food did in Saints Row was just restore your health. That's about it. Um, besides that, like the the game has a main cast of five characters, right? There's mm. the four original Saints, quote unquote. I'm not, I hate to call them that because the the real original Saints would beat the shit out of them in a heartbeat and kill them. All right, but <laughs> the you have the four main Saints, and then you have a secret fifth ca- character who joins the Saints later on. Um. And all of them are bad. All of them. Every single one of them is bad. Like, I will praise the game for subverting my expectations. uh, Mm -hmm. Because a character that I figured was going to betray the crew doesn't. Uh, So I guess good good ups to you guys for, um, for, for doing that. But it's just, that doesn't save these guys from having essentially no personalities. Like, only one of them is a good character, and that's Nina. And that's because she gets a moment to be, like, emotionally vulnerable. And none of the other ones do. Like, th- like that's it. Damn. Like, I, I don't believe for a second that any of these people could kill anyone. Like, they don't <laughs> kill anyone in cutscenes. Just your character does. So and that's the one doing all the dirty work. I mean, it makes sense, considering your character is a self-described murder machine which is a weird thing to call yourself yeah that's, um, uh, that's interesting but like the other characters i could never see them harming anyone like i i just can't whereas in saints row 2 you see the protagonists killing people a lot like how do i put this the most serious moment in this game, and I'm going to spoil it because I don't think you should play this game. I don't think anyone should play this game. Like, it's a bad game. Like, I can say that confidently. The most serious moment with the most emotional weight is when your character is chasing a a, a cat in the afterlife named Snickerdoodle. Which should tell you the level of, like, seriousness that this game is at. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in Saints Row 2, the most serious moment in that game was when Johnny Gat beat a guy and then buried him alive because that guy gave the order to kill his wife. Oh, shit. So, like, you want a real... Yeah, that's a or, 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 or that time in Saints Row 2 when your, when your young protege was kidnapped, strapped to the back of a pickup truck and dragged across the city until your protagonist, until the protagonist stopped the pickup truck, couldn't get the kid free or to the hospital in time and instead had to shoot him in the head. All right. So you want to, you want to talk about a serious story. Okay. This game does not have that. This game does not have moments that are, that are built off of anything else. Setups and payoffs. Like, here's a setup and payoff. In Saints Row 1, 
when you're doing the side quest for the rollers, okay, your main contact is this lady named Lynn. She is essentially just like a, a, a ripoff of Lucy Lou from Charlie's Angels put into the game. All right. And she is the undercover operative for the, the, the car gang, the West Side Rollers, okay? Nobody takes her seriously because, in her words, she has tits, but she's actually very tough, all right? And Lynn <laughs> gets close to this guy in the rollers named Donnie. He's their main mechanic, okay? And at the sort of, I, I wouldn't call it climax, but at the most pivotal point in the quest line, uh, the guy behind the rollers, I believe his name is uh, Warren Sharp, I believe. He is like the dad or the uncle of the guy who leads the rollers, and he bankrolls a lot of their stuff. He kidnaps the, the, the playa, as he's called, and Lynn, beats them, puts them in his trunk, then gets Donnie to open the trunk and help him push it into the river, okay? And Donnie is like, you just fucking smacked my girl, bro. And, and Donnie runs the fuck off because, you know, fuck that guy. And so Sharp pushes the fucking car into the fucking ocean. Lynn gets you free and you're the only one who makes it out. She dies. OK. And her last words are, did you hear that asshole? He called me his girl. OK. So then oh, you get to Saints Row 2. Right. And Donnie is working for the new uh, uh, automobile based gang, the Brotherhood. Instead of driving like Fast and Furious tuner cars and underglow shits or whatever the fuck they're driving monster trucks now and when and your character upon you know meeting the leader of the brotherhood and you know attempting i guess to be friendly with him takes you back to the brotherhood hideout your character spots donnie all right and so once your character betrays the brotherhood and starts to go into business for himself he finds donnie and donnie is at the site where lynn died putting a flower in the water saying lynn i still miss you before you pop up and put a gun to his head and force him to betray his gang, okay? That is a, a, a simple moment that carries a lot of fucking weight, considering it was set up and then paid off, all right? There's none of that in this new game. None of that. It's garbage. Man. <laughs> What a what a what a what a what a huge fall off! Jesus Christ! It's Just insane like, in terms of none quality? of the yeah, there's no, no characters who die in this besides the bad guys. None of them die. Like I'm like let me go back again. Okay, you want to know how to kill off a main character? Check this out. Okay, Johnny got is married to a famous rapper called Aisha. Okay. She went from being like Missy Elliott to being Halle Berry, okay? And she's like, she looks like, she literally is like a, like, like a copy-paste of Halle Berry in Saints Row 2. All right. But basically, Johnny Gat runs a, and the Saints run afoul of this Yakuza gang called the Ronin, okay? So what they do is they go to his house and they tie up his wife in order to have like a hostage negotiation. In the words of their, their second-in-command guy, Junichi, they have no intention of hurting her, Okay. But the protagonist and Gat roll up at the house and they notice the door is open. So they draw their guns and they try and see if everything is okay. Aisha, because she, you know, loves her husband, tries to scream how it's a trap, but the but the guy Junichi beheads her. All right. Oh, damn. Then he stabs Gat in the stomach and gets him put in the hospital. Okay. And you have to protect them on the way there, which is crazy. There's no moments like that in the new game. Like, there's none of that. <laughs> like simple like there's no tension there's no 
drama. There's nothing. It's just bad and cringe and fucking fake anarchist. We're all just trying to create a commune, bro. Like, dude, if like if you want to push an anti-capitalist message, bro, you could show me how capitalism is ruining everything. And Saints Row 1 and 2 did that by virtue of the fact that they exist. All right. <laughs> like, I don't I don't fucking understand. Like, they just say that you have like high student debt and high rent. They don't show what that means, you know? They don't show the 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 real effects of of that shit. Yeah, right. So, I don't I just uh like it fucking sucks, man. Say it's real yeah, 2022 I mean, is just, is genuinely bad. Like don't play it. It's genuinely bad. Play it only because the I, gameplay is fun. That's the that's the only problem I have with it is that the gameplay is kind of enjoyable. But the other problem with that is that the fucking gameplay sucks for most of the fucking game. It's only fun at the end when you get to have all the fun shit unlocked. I've also heard that there's a lot of technical bugs. Um, Did you find any of that? uh, Kind of, but most of that's been on PC. My game only crashed once. Uh, The only issues I have are just physics issues. And like there's kind of pop in, but. (laughs) Kind of. Nothing that's going to make me shut the game off. Like, like, unlike cyberpunk, you know? Right, yeah. Oh, oh, cyberpunk. Yeah, you fucking... <laughs> right, want to watch cyberpunk? The Edge Runners, bro? We're going to talk about Netflix in a minute. We're going to talk about them in a minute. Sure. <laughs> because I've got a lot to say. Because they just dropped that... I, I don't really have a lot to say. I just have a joke to make, I guess. Uh, you know how they dropped that Stone Ocean batch, like, earlier this week? Oh, right, yeah. I completely you, forgot. Speaking of completely forgetting... <laughs> I forgot too. The only way I knew it was coming out was because I saw a tweet from Dog Park. If you don't know who Dog Park is, Dog Park's like a translator. Uh, they were translating okay. JoJolian when it was coming out. Oh, um, all right. Like I, I saw a tweet from Dog Park three days for the for the batch drop, saying three days till the batch drops. Didn't get any advertisements. Didn't get anything at all. Proven point. Proven <laughs> a tweet from a tra- from a community member. Not from a fucking Netflix account. Yeah, Christ. I, 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 I did see like that one um sign on Twitter, but like I, I didn't see anything like regarding the actual release on my own. Um, which is fucking wild, considering the fact that it's JoJo. Um, it's been ten months since the last drop. Do you realize that? Yeah. Holy shit. For man. 12 episodes, we waited 10 months. And, <sighs> and mean, we're like, we're, I think we're like barely halfway through Stone Ocean at this point. I mean, I, I didn't even finish the first batch, man. Like, just knowing that we, I was going to have to wait, kind of like, I, 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 I would just rather wait until they're all released to watch it. That's fair. Place. But like, you know, you know, uh, it's a fucking mega tangent, but just like, I, you know what pisses me off is that movement that's like, let's bring back JoJo Fridays. No. Like, JoJo Friday Why? was special because it was a tradition we were forced to do. You know? Be like, we're yeah. only going to get this new episode on Friday. Yeah. You know? 
so let's so Friday is going to be the deal where I'll get on Twitter and, and talk about it and post memes on our fucking completely destroyed Jojo Instagram page. Oh, my God. I completely forgot that existed. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I forgot um, that was even a thing that we had. Dade Cass. The whole thing that Jojo <laughs> Viva Cow. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we probably still have IRL. I, I don't know about you, but I have some IRLs that followed us on that page. Yeah, we did, we did, uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so... If are listening, uh, you didn't see anything. Don't worry about it. Uh, so it's like let's bring back jojo fridays keep the spirit of the community alive great that's gonna be 12 weeks you know of you guys getting to enjoy it and then you're gonna have to wait like like six more months for more episodes like i don't know it just it's a futile attempt to keep the community going we're already like we're already suffering right now yeah we're we're at a low point right now our our morale is we've uh... been at a low point since stone ocean first came out since the first batch drop because the or not 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 since then since they announced it was coming out in batches, that's 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 yeah, when the true. that's when that's when everything fucking that's when shit yeah that's when, yeah, shit, when, shit, hit, that's when shit hit the fan is when they said hey we're gonna <laughs> drop these in batches all right it's only been downhill from there and then uh, it really doesn't help that um, Araki is taking a break right now he's on hiatus I don't no, I don't mind that he's on hiatus good take yeah. your fucking break yeah, king of course you earned it. Because Jojolian ended and it was heat up until the last fucking page. All right. I fucking, I fucking love Jojolian. All right. Jojolian is really good, man. It's How so far are you? So far. I haven't read any from uh, we, what we last talked, but oh, it's man. still really good. I yeah, really I, I, I so fucking, I fucks with Jojolian. Like, again, quick tangent, but like, it, I, I think it fixed a lot of the, because Jojolian spent its entirety in sign-in form uh it, it was able to sort of you could tell that iraqi had finally gained a, a better grip on how to tell like a more sign-in level story since uh, right, steel yeah. ball run started in shonen and then became sign-in uh you could tell that since jojolian spent its entire run as that it's like okay we we're, we're already in the shit uh but jojolian shibong boing aside uh and saints row bashing aside that game is bad uh, you should not play it. I feel like, like genuinely, you should not uh, play this. They say they're gonna like add like map expansions and whatnot, which is great. I'm okay. I'm well for it if you can make the game better. Uh, but that main story is just so fucking bad and cringe <laughs> that I can't, I can't do it. It's made for people who like Steven Universe. So oh, no. I will. So yeah, like <laughs> Sans Undertale. All right. So. Besides that, besides playing Saints Row 2, I've been playing All-Star Battle R. And mm. I have made my feelings on the original All-Star Battle pretty clear. Uh, that game is butt cheeks. Like, it's it's a bad fighting game, but a good JoJo game in order to... I'm pretty sure I said that, but then I know Sugar Punch Production said that in their video about All-Star Battle R. Uh, but yeah, it's a bad fighting game, but a great JoJo game. Which is good because I a lot. Yeah. I mean the net code is bad, but I'm never gonna like it the, the fighting game aspect of it sucks. So why would I play it online in the first place? But uh yeah. in terms of other content though, I'm pretty sure they added in like um they added in a bunch of characters like Foo Fighters and Giaccio type deal. Um oh, I'm, cool, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they like it feels like they were in the game since day one, which is how good they feel. 
Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they added. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they added part four Jotaro. I don't remember if he was in the original All Star Battle or not. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm doing the same shit I was doing in Eyes of Heaven. Quick tangent. Um, I'm gonna b- b- bring up just like Jotaro Part Four. Uh, sucks in this game. All right, and and not for the reasons you might think. Okay, so uh, the the two characters I play in this game are Part Four Jotaro and Dio. Okay. And what's the thing that those two characters have in common ability-wise, Joe? They punch really fast. Yeah, uh uh-huh, and? (laughs) The, uh, I'm sorry. Zawarudo. Yeah, sorry, they can use chaos control, okay? And so, uh, in Eyes of Heaven, right, since Dio has a longer time stop of 10 seconds, his time stop has like a wind up where it's like he's got to he's got to do the full pose and then he gets like 10 seconds, like eight seconds, I think, to, to, to do whatever he wants. OK. And uh, you can stop if you're playing if you're playing against Dio or playing against Jotaro, you can stop time in the time stop, you know, just like in the <laughs> okay. fucking show, which is, you know, sick. yeah, <laughs> uh, but you can't stop time in the time stop of this game. And Jotaro's time stop has an equally long wind up. For less time stop, I'm oh, pretty so sure. Like, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's sort of weird. I'm pretty sure, but I'd have to go test it. I'm pretty sure that Dio, like, you're how do I how do I put this? You get three super bars, you know, and you right. need at least a bar and a half to do uh, your time stop. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Dio's time stop drains the super bar less than Jotaro's does, you know. But like, if you're going to make Jotaro's have a wind up. You know, shouldn't you make his, you know, like cost less or something? I don't know. Like they both cost the same, but one is clearly better than the other. Right. You know, in the in the in Eyes of Heaven, Jotaro's time stop was instant, but it was less, you know, and that was a good trade-off. You know, but now it's just like, mm-hmm. now nah, this one's less and it starts up just as fast. It's like, all right, I guess I'll go fucking kill myself. You know. I mean, I I I, I get that you know, like they're trying to be lore accurate or whatever, but like still, the ga- gameplay should. It, come it was over more. It was more lore accurate in Eyes of Heaven, where it was like his time stop is less, so it starts up instantly. All right, mm-hmm. you get two seconds as part four and five seconds as part three, which is also lore accurate. You know, but still, but, like in a fighting but game, part three and four, Jotaro. Like, listen, this is not a competitive fighting game. It's just casual, okay? I so mean, you yeah, can, you like, can, you can have fun. this this dumb shit in it. All right, like, like you can have dumb JoJo shit in it, and it doesn't matter because it's fun. All right, yeah. Like a character, like how do how, 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 how do I put this? Okay, I'll use another All Star Battle on Eyes of Heaven comparison. Eyes of Heaven, uh, Kosaku, okay? Because there's two versions of Kira in each game. You have regular Kira and Kosaku Kawajiri, and the main difference is that is that their final ability is different, uh, mm-hmm. where Kosaku can use Stray Cat and his final ability is Bites the Dust, whereas regular Kira just throws explosive coins and his main ability is Sheer Heart Attack. Um, oh, cool. In Eyes of Heaven, if you're playing as Kosaku Kawajiri and you hit Bites the Dust, the game actually, like, rewinds back to like the start of like the round or whatever which is oh. bites the dust's ability which is cool yeah does not work the same in in all-star battle it's just regular a regular super attack that's it oh, which that's is like... disappointing all right yeah. but the one thing that i can't say they did well was they put cream crimson in there well 
where once you hit epitaph if you're just blocking uh and the opponent does like a normal attack you will automatically do like a like a like a like a third strike parry called a stylish evade where you like sidestep but you're posing as you sidestep which is fucking absurd but it's also jojo so i like jojo it as fuck yeah i like it yeah <laughs> so it's like when when he's in epitaph you get like five seconds or whatever to just get auto parries you know which makes sense you know or if he decides to use like the time skip for king crimson it just teleports you to the other side of the stage which makes a lot of sense I wasn't really fucking with Diavolo in uh, Eyes of Heaven because, you know, that shit wasn't hitting like that, but, you know. <laughs> He's the only character I could say is confidently better. They added in, like, a bunch... Uh, like, they recolored all the characters to be anime accurate uh, because All-Star Battle mm-hmm. came out only after Parts 1 and 2 and not after Parts... Uh, uh, after Part 3. And the original All-Star Battle had different voice actors for a lot of the characters, with the exceptions of uh jotaro and joseph and like old joseph i should say they had their mm-hmm. same anime but and um and dio of course uh koyasu was in that game as well uh but like kakioin and polnareff and avdal all had different voices but in this game uh all of the cast share anime voice actors now like it's it's awesome, complete overlap man. so josuke nice. like like kira in eyes of heaven and all-star battle was voiced by rikia koyama who was the voice of like saijima from yakuza and like takamura from ipo but now he's voiced by his anime VA. Same with the rest of the part four cast who didn't share any anime VAs at all. Part six cast in this game as well. You know, oh, shout out okay. to my girl, Feyruz. All right, shouts out. Um, I'm pretty sure this game is only available in sub, though. Thank God. Um, That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's, I mean. Not sure uh, if. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if the part seven characters share any anime VAs. I'm, I think Koyasu still voices Diego. But as I'm pretty sure Johnny and Gyro and Valentine still share their um, voice actors from uh, like the other games. The same game. with yeah, same with uh, 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 Part Eight Josuke, and I the and uh, Ikuro from Bao has the same VA from the original. So okay, okay, yeah. Like this game is popping though. This game is popping. I I, I like it because I'm a JoJo fan, and nothing else. <laughs> not because it's a good game no it's 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 a fan. good jojo game it's just not a good fighting game <laughs> like i like going in and hitting people and doing jojo shit you know but like i would never take this to a tournament like it's just like not that kind of game just not at all <laughs> yeah like i don't no, take no, it that seriously mean. i just like jojo that's about it this game is about as competitive as like a fucking like like this is a Cyber Connect two game. Like what else do I need to say? Like it's a Cyber Connect two oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> like like what the fuck else? What am I doing? Make, have this massive tangent when just a it's a fucking Cyber Connect two game. You go in, you play offline, grind for Zenny, and go to the shop and buy a bunch of cool shit. Okay. So. This sounds like every other game that they made. So yeah. Fuck it's fucking <laughs> Cyber Connect two man. I I play all of them. <laughs> okay. For some fucking reason, I like these games. I don't know why. All right, can we get a Berserk Cyber Connect two game? It'd be really weird. That that would be interesting. I think. <laughs> Yo, me about to be like an a Berserk anime arena fighter. We're fighting in the Eclipse stage. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Special arena arena gimmick. View Casca getting raped. Yo. Yeah, like that's another thing this game has is like stupid arena gimmicks. Um, where like for example, fucking. How do I put this? 
like in like the fucking uh, uh, part two, the battle tendency stage, if you knock someone mm-hmm. down in a specific area, like this chariot will start riding around the, the fucking course or I, I call it a course, but you know, it's around the stage. And then it'll, it'll eventually like run through the battle area and do damage to whoever's standing in the middle of it. Same with like the part three stage where, but instead of like a chariot, it's like the car with the Senator in it, you know? Oh, okay. Interesting. That's, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Like I said, this game is just full of gimmicks and it's got dramatic finishes that aren't like, but they're not as cool as like the fighters dramatic finishes. Ah, like if you kill someone, in the part six stage, at a specific point, they will fucking fall over, and the 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 uh, GD Street prison brace that will explode in their face and they'll die. Oh, they yeah, done okay. let the GDs in the dough. All right, GDs. That's right? cool that they that they add like I, I'm assuming that there are other moments like that, right? Yeah, every stage has like a dramatic finish. Um, yeah, that's cool. Like the part one stage has you getting not has you getting knocked out of the mansion out of the out of Dio's mansion. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with the Dio mansion stage from part three. The part two stage has you getting run over. Uh, what else? Ah, the part four stage where you're at like the the Yukiko house uh, yeah. as you bounce off the fucking stalet- uh, the rocks at the bottom. Uh, you get put in the ghost alley in the other part four stage, which is fucking sick. Uh, I was playing through like the All Star, like the the mission mode, I guess. And the mission mode that was like, uh, I think it was Jotaro versus Kosaku, in order to do the final battle for Part Four. I actually managed to do the dramatic finish, which was sick. I was like, yo, that was completely <laughs> unintentional. And I fucking got it on the first try, which is sick. Uh, what else, man? The Part Five stage has Chariot Requiem. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is also crazy because he will, as like a stage gimmick, Chariot Requiem sometimes comes around if you fall in a certain area, which happened to me during the fucking boss fight. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I keep getting the anime moments happening to me. Holy shit. What else? The part eight stage. Uh, if you die in a certain spot, Joshu will cave your head in with a rock. <laughs> fucking Joshu, of course, because he Jeez. sucks hate joshu i'm a jo- i'm a certified joshu hater I, I i i understand the hate now now that i'm finally reading it yeah I, no i, I hate i hate joshu more because they tried to rehabilitate it the community tried to rehabilitate his character and like two chapters later i was like yeah never mind this guy fucking sucks so <laughs> like you saw back when i in like, the, in like fucking senior year i was in that joshu hate subreddit all right oh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah fuck that nigga but yeah all star battle r is good i'd give it like a six i guess it's 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 fun if you like jojo which, you know, if you don't, you're a fucking loser. Uh, you will like this game. So. Like, that's that's about it. Uh, as far as wrestling goes, I'm going to talk about that way later. Um, and I've got a lot to say about that, even more than I said about anything I've done. And we're already an hour into the podcast. So uh, if you want to know about anything I've been doing, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever social media at YVNG, D-E-N-D-E, Young Dende. That is Y-V-N-G, D-E-N-D-E. Young Dende. Okay, so before we go into any of this news, let's let's run it back to that Netflix conversation. Sure. Yeah. You, I, uh, is it more Netflix slander? I'm ready for this. Let's go. I just, I just, let's I go. just don't understand. I don't understand why why this why this 12 episode batch got delayed for like two extra months. 
for nothing to show. We have nothing to show for it, I guess. Like yeah. it, it looks the same as the other episode batches. Like I assume I, I'm pretty sure back when the first batch dropped and before that when we reviewed the, the Joe Star lineage event all the way back. Uh mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that um the reason why it's in batches is because of COVID. Like that's what I assumed. Cause yeah, because they're, they're all yeah. animating from home and whatnot. But like I I don't know if that's the case. We just got the crowds cheering back in New Japan like a week and a half ago, you know, and I'm pretty sure that's not the fucking there. That's definitely not the first fucking thing they're going to un, unrestrict once COVID restrictions are going back, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the one fucking thing the federal government's going to enforce first and foremost is we can let the crowds cheer at the wrestling shows now. So like right, yeah. when when were we allowed to get these niggas back in the studio and why does this look exactly the same quality as the episodes where we that we knew were definitely produced in the middle of the pandemic? Like I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm 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 a little confuzzled right now, you know. I'm not I saying mean, the, just, what's up. Sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead, good. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, I, I was just gonna note that I guess it's a good thing though that they are of consistent quality. You know, I'd rather have a you know, a, 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 although I don't like the batches, I would much rather have the batches be consistent in quality. Yeah. Than like, you know, oh hey, we're gonna delay it like another year just to brush up like on uh, uh, just to brush more up on it like no yeah <laughs> i listen i speak i speak for my past self and the community when i say that i i, I would have rather they just started airing it this year yeah you yeah know, i like fuck it like, oh, three years from golden wind to now that's fine i don't care just air it all at once bro I can't right. believe I'm going to have to, like, it's going to be, like, two, maybe three years before Stone Ocean fucking finishes. I'm going to fucking sit here, like, or, or, or from start to finish, I should say. Not, not, not from now, but, like, it's going to be, like, like maybe, like, two years from for, before Stone Ocean finishes. I'm going to be sitting there in, like, 2024 or whatever, being like, be damn, like, finally got it the last took batch. three fucking years <laughs> for Stone Ocean to come out. And I'm like, for what, bro? COVID's going to be long done. Yeah, well we'll see we'll see <laughs> like netflix is not fucking animating it themselves i don't know what the fuck is going on anymore i hate it i mean i yeah i i do assume that it has to do more with david pro than it does with like netflix themselves i don't think that netflix made the call to delay it well um, man we gotta but... fucking animate some more fucking fire force <laughs> and watch his fire force. So glad, man. Ooh, like, I, 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 I do enjoy that it's a fucking like prequel to Soul Eater because I do like Soul Eater, but like Fire Force. I'm just making a joke me, because JoJo. oh, I'm just making a fucking joke about Fire Force because that show is only watched by horny people. So. Very true. Very true. And that is why I do not because <laughs> I they gotta make people horny instead of making people horny with JoJo, I guess. Ah, yeah, this is like the, the most woman-filled part of the show. The most sexy Literally. man and woman-filled part of the show. I'm just like, nah, I'm going to animate some garbage instead. Uh, but like, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just at a loss for words in terms of it. It just doesn't hit with me, I guess. I know what you mean, yeah. Like, I, it, like it, it, it actively hampers my enjoyment. Because I finished the second batch. Like, it just, knowing that I'm going to have to wait so long for more is just kind of hampering my enjoyment. You know, yeah, right. It make like it makes it kind of feel not worth it, I guess. Which sucks, like which really sucks because I like I love JoJo. It's like one of my favorite anime series, like ever. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like I, I hate to see it treated this way. And I really fucking hope to God 
whatever distribution deal David Pro signed with uh, Netflix ends at part six. Can, yeah, it expires. Please, I because it it will can, take. Can you imagine part seven? Can, dude, we're gonna part part fucking uh, eight took ten years to come out. We're <laughs> gonna fuck. It's gonna take ten years to come out under Netflix too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking apparently, man. God, fucking damn. So upset, fifty thousand on my wrist yeah. is disrespect. God right. damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. like I don't know. Like it just it, it sucks. I, I know I'm dwelling on it, but like I don't know. I like I, fuck it. I would have rather I and I say this with with no irony in my heart. I would have rather they just drop the whole thing at once on Netflix. I don't give a shit. I just I really? hate this. I hate this waiting so much. I hate it. I, mean, I can yeah, take a know. week. I can take a week. All right, that's fine. That's normal. But like 12 episode chunks of a show of of a, of a, of a, of, a, of something I've already read, by the way. Right. Just not ideal. Not fucking ideal. Something I, you've already read, you got to wait like two and a half to three years to actually watch it on the like on your television, even though you already know what happens. Yeah, man, it's like it used to be weird. that a new part w- that, that that a new part would like that one of the parts would end, and you could read the next one at a slow pace and still be done and ready to start by the time the you know new part starts airing. True, yeah. but like now it's just no longer the case because of you know COVID and Fire Force, I guess two things <laughs> that deserve to be wiped off the planet. Very true. Very fucking true. So Gamescom happened, and that's a it thing did? for Europeans. Uh, I, I paid attention to it because two things came out of it. One, uh, got some gameplay to AEW game. That's cool. But also a new Mafia got announced. And I've got a fucking oh, bone to pick with this fucking series, okay? So first off, apparently this is going to be set in like the 1910s, which is sick, okay? Because we all know that the best part of Godfather 2 was the part that showed uh, Vito Corleone's backstory, okay? So that's 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 pretty sick. Um, but like, guys, if we're going to announce something like this, can you at least pair it with some other good announcements? Like, I don't know. We're going to release a fucking 60 frames per second patch for all of the games we are we're releasing on fucking current gen right now. Can we get an announcement like that? No, I guess not? I'll go fuck myself. Ew. No, no, they're not. I was like, oh, man, new mafia game got announced. Let me play through the series uh, from, you know, the first game all the way to the third game. And I booted up Mafia Mafia Definitive Edition on my PS5. And she was at 30 FPS, dog. Oh, hell no. Literally unplayable. Literally Literally unplayable. unplayable. Dog, I did that shit with Fallout 4. Like, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim this week. Just just because, like, Skyrim is one of those chill games, you know? Lo-fi chill RPGs to relax slash 32. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Yeah. And I booted, I was like, oh, you know, because Skyrim has the anniversary edition. It's 60 frames per second on current gen consoles, okay? Fallout 4. I mean, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Fallout, <laughs> Fallout 4 is locked at 30 FPS. Blech. Even Blech. on Xbox Series X and S, it's locked at 30 FPS, dog. Even with the fucking, like, boost that they get? Oh, they don't get boosts. Those games didn't get a boost. 
hell not every no. not every game gets a boost. Not every game gets a boost. I see. I see. Max Payne still, three. I talked way, about that boy. when when uh, Max Payne got announced. I was like, yeah, Max mm-hmm. Payne three is still thirty frames per second on the Xbox Series X and S. So yeah, Fallout four. Like I got out of the character creator, and I was like, is my game lagging? No, it's just a thirty frames per second. I don't have that many mods loaded. That's gross. So disgusting. I mean, I was like, oh man, I'm finally gonna buy the DLC after like five years. (laughs) 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 Not at all, boy. Excuse me, sir. Supporting uh, fucking Fallout 76 to give it a 60 FPS. Excuse me, sir. I hope my low frame rate doesn't bother you. Not at all, boy. Like, that's how I feel right now. That's how I feel. It's so gross. I was like, ugh. Yeah, fuck that shit. uh, Take two. Check. 2K check. I know you guys are listening, okay? We've got hella European listeners. So uh, somebody pass us on a 2K check. Guys, please release a 60 FPS patch for Mafia and Mafia 3. Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, I'm pretty sure already runs at 60, but I've, I've, I'm have i not going to yeah, fucking find out. That's what I was going to uh, ask about. I was like, don't like the remasters or the ports, well, the, whatever they are. Uh, I hope those are at least 60. Yeah, well, I, 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 I you know, fuck. <laughs> going, going, to, going to die. <laughs> So I saw this tweet uh, like a like two weeks ago, and I shared it with you, and I said that I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, yes. It was like how esports ruined the video games, mm-hmm. you know? Which I completely disagree with, but you do. Yeah, I mean, because oh, I'm sorry, you 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 go on about no, I'm interested, I'm interested, I'm interested. No, it's just that it's just like that the comp- applying the competitive mindset to every game ruins games, like that. Yeah, that's the core yeah. sentiment of the tweet, and it's a fucking banger tweet, you know. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I, from what I've seen, I don't think like outside of outside of PvP driven games, like huge PvP driven games. I'm talking like League, right? Like, I don't think that uh, I I don't think that they look <clears throat> at the competitive side and like balance the game around that i don't think that i don't don't think that games uh, would disagree with you dog (laughs) what no i mean i i know that i know that fortnite has like a really good comp mode at least i think i've heard it's pretty good but then again if you look at uh like the whole uh matchmaking situation that that kind of tells you like nah 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 I mean, I, I don't know if I need to explain more than that, but I don't know. I just know that that esports mindset and that sort of uh, I I need to be so good. I need to be cracked at this game is ruining games because uh, as I as has been made pretty clear on this podcast before, uh, those people don't play ranked. Like I don't know what else to say. 
<laughs> like if your ego is so fragile that you need to make every game like a hyper competitive game, like those people infect casual playlists. And I only play like a select few game number of games competitively because you know games are meant to be fun. You know? For sure, for sure. Yeah. So like I don't like let me put it to you this way. Do you think every person who goes out on a fucking NFL football field is having fun when they play that game? No. Oh no, no. <laughs> Do you think all of them love foot football and enjoy it? I'd be willing to bet so. You know? So mm-hmm. I just I just I prefer to keep the fun and the competitive separate, I guess. I don't want the mashed yeah. potatoes touching the meat, you know, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um it's just, you know, those people who apply the which honestly as I'm pretty sure you would agree is a shockingly high number of people. Just they 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 ruin games, man. Devs do yeah, listen to competitive yeah. players over anyone else. Like that's a that's a documented thing. Like at, like fucking ninja is I in mean, epic games epic games ear, bro. Like like we know this. And so I it mean, should make you, it should make you think how many other, you know, games are being balanced by the word of, you know, de- uh competitive players first and foremost. Fighting game fighting games are a great example, bro. Okay, fair enough. Like when Rang when Rang Chu won Tekken World Tour with Panda, you know, they nerfed Panda. Why they nerfed Panda? Panda wasn't a hyper popular, hyper balanced character. It's just that you know the community got their ass beat and were salty, and so the character got fucking nerfed for no fucking reason. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fighting like devs do listen to the community, all right. But listening to the community is a stupid fucking thing to do sometimes. Not sometimes. The, listen, man, the customer is not always right. All right, let's keep That's it real. That's true. Let's keep That's it real true. here. The customer is not always right. All right, and just because the community says something doesn't mean it's true. All right. The Dragon Maid community says that the Age of Consent doesn't matter. Or that's fucking stupid. <laughs> the Kaon community says that black people shouldn't shouldn't belong in America. And that's not true. So, you know, what are we going to do? Fuck them. <laughs> Weren't expecting that kind of joke, were you? <laughs> no. No. Um... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I guess you're right, Ben. It's just balancing like, every um, game, balancing every game around esports is fucking stupid. I guess. Like, think I about it. Like, think that. about it. Think about it. When has a major balance patch for like a fighting game ever come out that has ruined the experience for people who just play with their friends? None. None of them mm-hmm. at all. None of them. All right. I say this to someone who pl- who plays Tekken for fun and you know, plays, like, for competitive, like, validation. Mm-hmm. Leroy coming out only messed up the competitive side of, of my enjoyment of that game and not the casual side. It didn't matter, all right? So people whining and complaining about a competitive meta all the time kind of can, you know, are, are, are try try their fucking hardest, you know, to, to make themselves the center of the world, and that's just not the case, you know? It's just not the case. Right, those are the like the people who who do that shit are the kind of people who would run up to like a bunch of children playing Smash Bros and be like <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know it I mean? fits because you know Smash players being around kids. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's a fucking knee slap. <laughs> uh ye fucking haw. But like for real though, like like bruh, like flexing on a bunch of kids. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of person that I'm referring to. Like like that's the kind of 
image I have in my head. And that that that's a shockingly high number of people. All right. I've I'm on Twitter.com. I can see it. Yeah, and I mean, devs also do have like uh, they have they have some tough decisions to make because like at the end of the day, like this is a project that they work on. They have a vision for this uh, like this game that they're working on, right? But then again, they also have to listen to like you know to. like the community. They have to they have to like be aware of what's going on like, in the game. Uh, with they, the community. Don't, they don't have to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot they, of the most fun they games don't. I've ever played are the games that have no sort of balancing and are just broken and awful. Old right. school Halo, baby. Like, you want to talk about, like, the most fun I've had playing a fighting game? Let's talk about Jackie Chan in Fists of Fire, all right? Completely unbalanced, retarded fighting game. Also, <laughs> incredibly fun. All right. Like you want to talk about about that? Like talk like talk about fun, all right? But like fun and competition do not always, uh, you know, equal the same thing, all right? The only people who have fun in competition are the kind of people who don't care if they lose or not. And um, I, you know how many people that is? Not very many. Tr- truth be told, <laughs> not very many. Yeah. So, like, like just like call a spade a spade, and let's let's be real here. A lot of the time communities are just or just full of salty idiots you know i yeah i know i know i know exactly what you mean by that because who boy and we are letting these people (laughs) decide the futures for games we enjoy which is a disgrace god damn it it's a disgrace it's a disgrace (laughs) so fuck them i guess esports killed the gaming star can't believe I just oh, really? said that word gaming. I hate that word, but you you're know. a gamer. Gamers <laughs> with the glass ceiling <laughs> gone. All right. No, but like it's true. Video killed the radio star. You know, games killed the video star. And now esports killed the game star. You know, fuck it. I yeah. guess. Can't wait till VR kills the esports star and I can get myself uh, some sword out online pussy. Can't wait for it. <laughs> That's a joke. I would, never commit an, I would never commit an act of incest. Yo, unlike <laughs> unlike Kirito, unlike Kirito in the fucking second half of the anime, <laughs> <laughs> I stopped really? watching after season one. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I I remember the first time I watched Sword Art Online was on Adult Swim. So I was like, Yo, this is gonna be the hottest new anime series, and I was right, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was on the money. I was like 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 twelve. I was like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be the new hotness. I remember when my when my friend was watching Sword Art Online, we would Xbox message each other while he was watching it. And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be hot," and then it was not. All right. It was uh, it was it was something though. It was something. It was hot to certain folks who live south of the Mason Dixon line. So, <laughs> oh boy, hot! All right, all right. Anyways, you know what game I was playing this week? Yeah, was Silent Hill Dose. Silent Hill 2, I did see you post about it, yeah. Yeah, uh, because I was, like, in a fucking real mood to play it, and uh, I could only, bu- you could only buy it right now, you could only buy it on the uh, Series X slash Series S. It, the HD collection? Oh, fuck. You me. know what's even worse about that? What? What happened? Only the PS3 version of the HD collection got the glitches and fog patched. Bruh. 
<laughs> so the the version, the only version of Silent Hill two and three you can buy is the HD collection that has broken fog, broken as fuck, broken yes. fog, Comic Sans, messed up audio and visual issues, and you oh, can yeah. only play Silent Hill three with the new voices. Silent Hill two, you have the option to switch it, but it's all fucked up at this point. So, uh, uh, you know what I went and did is I acquired a copy of Silent Hill two. And I'm gonna admit this, not not entirely legally, uh, but I can't. You also can't buy it, so it's not my fault that I had to go on my abandoned where and get it. Okay. And then I downloaded the eight, the, the enhanced would, uh, the enhanced edition house. community pack. What? Say it again. Nintendo would be in your house right now. You're lucky it's not Nintendo. Yeah, luckily it's a Konami game, but Konami doesn't give a fuck about my money because you know they're still making pachinko games now. Uh, but that's besides <laughs> the point. So I, I went on a band on my band and where I got it and then I got it completely unpacked already. So because uh, if you download it like the the um the pack version, you have to like install some shit to go to maneuver around the DRM that's in it. But because yeah. uh, it's a early two thousands PC game, so uh, but if you down but I downloaded it and then I downloaded the um the enhanced edition community patch that the Town mm-hmm. of Silent Hill YouTube channel like created I think and uh, it it it's fucking good. It is fucking good. The only thing oh, I wish was better was the controller support. That's the only thing I wish was better. Because I'm having, I, I, was, I, was having a, I was having a hard time uh, getting the controller working, so I decided to M and K it, and I was not at, no, not, uh, not it. So I gotta, gotta fix that because I use it uses X input, but I don't have a fucking Xbox controller. Uh, that go, and a dongle. I just have the controller, so I'm just, I was, uh, it was just not it. It's not Damn, a, even even with DS4 Windows? No yeah, even with DS4 Windows, it was not. I couldn't get it working, so I decided to M&K it. It was fine, but Damn. not not ideal for a uh, 2000s PS2 game with tank controls. Not not fucking ideal. So right, uh, but but still, the the patch was fucking sick. Like it it puts the it, it fixes the fucking fog. It uses the PS2 audio that sounds cleaner than the fucking PC audio uh it's it, I wonder it how that works <laughs> comes with the uh with the bonus campaign where you play as maria you know oh cool so it's it's it, it right. shit, shit was good that shit is good so i i like it a lot silent hill 2 is a game that i have a very weird history with like it's a game that like the best version to play is like the red box version or whatever which is fucking mm-hmm. odd doesn't make any fucking sense uh, but just like it's it's a game that I I have a complicated issue with because I I could not play it for the longest time because I am unfortunately a bit of a fraidy cat. All right, I hate horror Aww. shit. Fuck you. I hate horror Aww, shit. I'll kick you in the fucking stomach. All right. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. I hate being like easily afraid by scary things. Forgive me for not wanting to live my life in a state of fear. All right. Forgive me. Like, you know how much I was traumatized when I watched that movie The Ring as a kid, okay? The Ring, bruh? Come on. I, 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 t- I mean, or should I call it Ringu? Like, I don't know. But, like, the je- like the original version scared the shit out of me, okay? Scared the piss out Come of me. Come on, no. What do you mean? Are you going to sit here and tell me that Ring is not scary? Oh, well, I mean, I guess as a, as a, you know, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, sure. Fair enough. I was younger but than still, that. Come on, I was younger than that. I still refuse to watch that. I was like, nope, not gonna watch that. I used to be scared of no. Saw for like the longest time. Saw? 
Nigga, I told you. I was a freak, yeah, bro. And then one day I sat down. Then one day I sat down and marathoned the first three movies of my brother. I was like, yeah, this is kind of hitting. But, (laughs) like, I don't like, I just get really easily scared by horror stuff. Like, stuff that easily scares me. People are like, bro, what are you on about? Well, what is what what is horror to you? Because like anything uh, that's I mean, you're, scary, bro. You've played all these other horror games, yep. Like with no problems. What, what, no, what, not what? no. There were problems. All right, I just did talk about them. Like, like there were problems, bro. <laughs> like like there were problems. Okay. Like walking, like disclose them. <laughs> I just didn't. I just chose to keep that not as a matter of public record. Okay, I'm a fraidy cat. Sometimes I gotta I gotta take a pause and I gotta b- breathe, all right? <laughs> because I'm like I'm like scared as fuck. But like, yeah, like I've played Silent Hill two and three, and I played Fatal Frame, and you know I play a lot of other shit. But just like I don't know, like I, I just get, I be getting a little scared sometimes. Shit, the first time I played Resident Evil two remake, I got a little scared. All right, I was just chilling though. <laughs> I was still chilling. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just you know I have a complicated relationship with this game. I refuse to play for the longest time because it scared the shit out of me. You know those fucking freaky ass niggas that walk around, scare the fuck out of me. But now, because I choose to laugh in the face of danger, uh, I just was making jokes the whole time and it was fun. But yeah, Silent Hill Two is hitting. You can get it for free. You can get the HD patch for free and play it on your computer. It works on a potato. So seriously, you should give it a try. Give it a try. I'm pretty sure um, Town of Silent Hill also has an enhanced edition patch for uh, Silent Hill Three. Which let me tell you something. Silent Hill Three with an HD patch looks like it came out like two years ago. Like it looks really good. Like it looks surprisingly look. good, huh? I need, I, I need to see them. Yeah, it looks like, like it looks like a PS4 game. Like I'm like, wow, like that's good as fuck, you know? <laughs> like Silent Hill Three with an HD patch. I, I I must say, Silent Hill Two still looks like a PS2 game. But Silent Hill Three though, I mean, that game was already pushing the graphical boundaries of the PS2, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was already a good-looking game, to be fair. Yeah, like, it looked like a PS3 game, okay? Like, let's be fair. When it came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just not not hitting right now. The only Silent Hill games you can buy legally are Silent Hill 4 and Silent Hill Homecoming. So. The the ones I have not played, so I can't make a comment on Silent Hill 4 <laughs> is fine. It's fine. But Homecoming and Downpour are so fucking bad that they're embarrassments to my well-being. <laughs> makes me all the more pissed off that Konami decided to fuck over Hideo Kojima because that that Silent Hills that shit would have been smacking right? she would have been she would have been hitting okay let's keep it real but yeah like uh, I can shit I could probably upload it to Google Drive and let you download it and it's just plug and play like that's how easy it is it took me like <laughs> like 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 fucking like 10 minutes to, to set it up because all you had to do is just let the setup wizard run and it's immediate. It's just go. And it's good. Yep. Damn. Okay. Get that shit. Nice. Full full screen in a window, and you'll be good. So that's Silent Hill too. I just might cause shit. I w- I won't lie. I've been kind of like bored because <laughs> I like there's so many things that I want to do, but it's like I just like want to like do something else. So shit, I might go and uh, replay them if you uh, you know. Yeah. She mayhaps, mayhaps. All right. It's time for the main event. 
<sighs> yes, what I've been looking forward to the most. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up this final joint for the main event. Mm. Really, really finish smoking on the ops for this joint for this uh, <laughs> podcast. Okay, because I'm gonna I'm gonna need something because this is a stressful thing to talk about. I'm not it's stressful. Damn, it's that bad, huh? Listen, I'm a certified Chicago Phil Sheboing boinger. I feel like if anyone deserves to be stressed about this, it deserves to be me. Because I'm a fucking fan of this shit, all right? So, last podcast, we came back. We were like two weeks before All Out happened, right? hmm And All Out happened this past Sunday. Um, I'd have to look at the date. It was like September 4th, I believe, six days ago. Yeah, that, that checks out. And going into it, you know, I was excited. You know, there's plenty of matches that I wanted to see, you know, like uh, the re- the... Title match between CM Punk and John Moxley, the tag team title match between the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory, Scissor Me Daddy Ass, hell yeah. Um, it's a weird ass thing to say. Yeah, weird ass thing to say, but trust me, it makes sense in context. Uh, you know, the women's title match, you know, I wanted to see that. Fucking the TBS title match. You know, there's a lot of matches on this. This card had a had a solid, had solid booking behind it. All right. But the whole fucking thing was overshadowed because of the post-pay-per-view media scrum or press conference or whatever. So here's the the rundown. The full story of what happened. So it it starts at two separate points, kind of. So way back in the day, CM Punk used to be friends with this guy called Colt Cabana, right? And right after CM Punk got fired from WWE, he hopped on uh, Colt Cabana's podcast. Talked about why he talked about the story, the reason why he got released. Fucking buried the WWE's medical team and their doctors and whatnot to the point where the WWE tried to sue uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana, right? Oh, damn. And got the, the law, lawsuit ended up getting dropped. C, uh, I think Colt Cabana tried to sue, counter sue CM Punk or something or whatever. And their whole friendship ended in a legal battle like eight years ago, okay? Fast forward to AEW getting started, okay? Cole Kamana gets brought in, and he's he's working pretty much every week at the company, whether it be on Dynamite or on Dark, Dark Elevation. You know, he's working all the fucking time. Because he's friends with uh, the Young Bucks, who, just like him, made their <clears throat> made themselves famous on the independent wrestling scene. You know, he's sort of he's like a sort of the protege, the prototype for what AEW guys are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. <clears throat> and CM Punk last year gets brought in. And when CM Punk gets brought in, uh, Cole Kamana, you know, stops getting booked for AEW events, you know? And he was going to get released, I believe, but Tony Khan ended up signing him to Ring of Honor after he bought Ring of Honor, you know? And a lot of people thought that the reason why um Cole Cabana stopped getting booked was directly because CM Punk said, you know, stop booking this guy. You know what I mean? And apparently that information got leaked to the dirt sheets, apparently, which, you know, unfortunately was just a fucking rumor. Nobody leaked that. That's just an assumption that people made. All right. And it ended up pissing off CM Punk because people kept asking him about it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going to put a pin in the Cole Cabana situation for a little for now. Okay. So we're going to fast forward to May of this past year. Okay. 
in the built to double or nothing hangman page and cm punk you know rather title match double or nothing where punk won the title right but the week before on the go home show for double or nothing page cut this promo where he essentially said that you know the things that cm punk says he fights for he doesn't fight for things like workers rights um that page is here to protect not the championship but the company from cm punk you know and at the time everybody thought it was just oh it's just a promo that's in storyline it tracks with pretty much everything else everybody has said in about punk in promos people like eddie kingston and mjf and whatnot it's what pretty much what they said you know okay and you know <clears throat> punk at the time in the promo said you know why are you taking this personally and everybody thought that that was just like a storyline thing but that was like a real legit shoot question that he asked to page because he because punk took those comments personally right then at some other point page was at like hangman page was at like a fucking convention and someone asked him like like a fan asked him a question like hey you know how does it feel having guys like cm punk and sting around you know do they give you like advice and whatnot what kind of advice do they give you and page was like you know i don't listen to advice because i just would rather make a mistake myself and learn from it you know that's the kind of person I am because I don't learn things well. That's what he said. He like deprecated himself almost. And again, Punk took offense to that because it's like he sort of sees himself as like that sort of veteran there to give advice or whatever. Okay. So mm-hmm. then we got that in place. Punk has the match with Hangman Page at Double or Nothing. All right. And as we, I talked about on the show, uh, three days later, he was injured. All right. He got he broke his foot doing a dive into the crowd, you know, after he won the title, wrestled on the foot. And in his own words, or in the words of his doctor, pulverized the bones in his foot. He had to vacate or, or or essentially step away. An interim champion was crowned in John Moxley at Forbidden Door. Um, and Punk returned a couple weeks ago, you know, lost the lost the belt in a match on Dynamite. It was a three-minute squash. Then got a chance to, you know, run it back at the pay-per-view, which he won again. However, he also tore his fucking tricep in the match. Again, but he got injured again. Injury Holy. prone punk, healthcare merchant punk. Okay, injured himself again. <laughs> Despite the fact that he already been wrestling in the company for like eight months, nine months, whatever, <clears throat> he injured himself again. <clears throat> and so we take this: the fact that this guy. Oh, uh, okay. I'm I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I also should mention that I brought up on the show how we buried Hangman Page by like you know, going off script and calling him out and calling him a coward and weak because he didn't show up to challenge him or whatever. Um, I brought that up when that first happened uh-huh. and how it was weird. So he did that, you know, and he was getting criticized for it because he was sitting on those comments from Hangman Page. He was getting these questions about Colt Cabana. He got injured for the second time this year. All right. And so you take all of that and the fact that he just got out of a match where his adrenaline's pumping, you know, his heart's beating fast. He's got all this going on. And you sit him down in front of a in front of the media. And then he sees someone who used to be friends with Colt Cabana and picks a fight. Now, according to, to, to the to the to the observer, to the wrestling observer, Punk had already pretty much planned out the fact that he was gonna bury the EVPs and bury Hangman Page in the promo. Okay. In the in the in the media scrum. Which is insane. The fact that this guy knew he was what he was gonna do and did it, right? So he walks out and he fucking shits on Colt Cabana. He's like, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. He's a dumb fuck. I don't like him, but I also don't care about what he does or whether he works here. And the people in the back who call themselves EVPs who are leaking the shit to the dirt sheets can go fuck themselves. 
couldn't run a target. Hangman Page is an empty-headed idiot. He says all this shit. He fucking he buries says the, that all? He says it. Holy. All of it. He buries the company completely. All right. And the whole time, t- t- TK is sitting there just like being like, what the fuck is this guy talking about, dude? He's like, like you can see those face. Like, like some of the things he says, like he, like Punk says, TK is taking it back, you know, with, but he just, but he just sits there. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And like, I, I could, I could sit here and, and talk about how, how he should have, yeah, how he, how, how he should have stopped him until the cows come home. But like, how am I gonna? How would I react in this situation? I don't fucking know. That man had fight, right, flight, or freeze, yeah. and he froze. Okay, that should happen. Okay, so Punk goes backstage. Okay, after his sort of interview for the press conference, and one of two things happened. Okay, either the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and the legal team. No, 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 no. I apologize. No, no, not one of two things happened. Punk goes back to his locker room. Okay, and apparently. Uh, this this chief legal officer was already there, okay, including Christopher Daniels, who's the head of talent relations. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega show up, and apparently, from what we know right now, as soon as they showed up, Punk started throwing punches, okay? Oh, Kenny, oh, okay. In an effort uh, to on site, it was literally on site. Kenny Omega, in an effort to uh, get punk's dog out of the room so punk's dog wouldn't get hurt uh mm-hmm. punk's friend ace steel who is also in the locker room thought kenny was trying to crossface cm punk and so he bit kenny omega Wait, what? and then this guy threw a chair at one him? of the and this guy threw a chair at one of the fucking young bucks okay this is insane what fuck is going on over there <laughs> i don't know it's literally all cm punk's fault bro that guy was mad as fuck he wanted to shit on colt cabana and on people who were asking about it and on hangman and on page and all the people in the back who were telling him to stop being such a shithead and so he was hot to trot he was fucking he was fully ready to fucking ruin everything okay like if oh, anybody man. is to be blamed, it's CM Punk. He's the only guy I can see is at fault, which is a crazy thing to say, considering you know I've 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 shaboing sh- boing for this man on the podcast so much, you know, I was a big fan Definitely. of this guy. Like I use like I was a big fan of this guy, and I still kind of am. But like I've lost a lot of respect for this dude. You know, this guy was right. one of the people that kept me you know watching wrestling when I was a kid after Carlito left. You know, I was like, oh shit, you know, this guy CM Punk is popping right now. Okay. And and now it's just like, bro, this guy is a joke, a bitter old joke, who's shitting on these guys who've done nothing other than just be wholesome as fuck, bro. And now there's a very real chance that Kenny and the Bucks will leave because of this. And it's like, I I, I just I feel like this man Punk is sort of like the Hulk Hogan uh, of the company, where like in, like Hulk Hogan joined TNA, and him and Eric Bischoff fucking ruined TNA. All right, and now I'm starting to get the feeling that Punk and his boy Ace Steel are the new Hogan and Bischoff. Instead of being in TNA, they're in AEW now. I fucking like, 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 bro. There's one thing that wrestling has right now that's like really popping off and changing the game, ruined by Chicago Phil. And he's still working there. Like they haven't. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Pretty much everybody that was involved in the brawl got suspended except for Punk and Ace Steel, because they are they suffer of they are the only two people who are suffering a chance at being fired over this. Which rightfully fucking so. 
Right. According yeah. to the Young Bucks, the chief legal officer and Christopher Daniels weren't in Punk's locker room off the bat. Instead, they said that they went and got them, which if the top guy in your company says that the executive vice presidents uh, are a bunch of idiots who can't run a, a target, you know, and you're the executive vice presidents, it would make sense to go get the chief legal officer and head of talent relations if you're going to go confront him about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, according to Punk's side of the story, the Young Bucks fucking kicked this door in, which makes no fucking sense because these are metal arena doors. You know what I mean? Fucking Mm -hmm. threw a super kick party at his fucking door. Like, you really really expect me to believe that that a guy who loves animals and two Christian boys are are going to fucking kick your fucking door down? I refuse to believe it. Because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Like, yeah, bro, like what the fuck? Anything they've done, right? It doesn't and track. They're not bad people. They're just literally, they're literally two wholesome Christian boys. All right, that's what it says in their theme song. Two Christian <laughs> boys. All right, so it's like all of this just because Punk, you know, because I, I guess the company wasn't treating him the way he saw himself, which kind of makes me go back and question everything that happened to him in WWE because that's why he left because he left because they weren't treating him how he saw himself. And I'm like, was I uh, like, I'm, I'm I'm feeling like those two British guys. I'll leave a bad days. That's how I feel. (laughs) Like, was I wrong? Was I wrong to doubt Vince McMahon and triple H like that? Like, I'm like, I'm like, no, it can't be, you know? Mm -hmm. Fuck man. Like <sighs> punk, punk, like I, I like punk. If you're watching, it breaks my heart oh. to say this. It breaks my heart to say this. But this whole situation makes me wish that I was a fan of John Cena instead. That's saying a lot. I'm so <laughs> fucking embarrassed. Like, I'm genuinely embarrassed over this. It really, it ruined uh, like a good couple days of my week because it's like this guy was so fucking immature and so upset that the company was not built around him and him alone. Like that the company would not change itself to be built around him and him alone when he came in. That he started, that he buried the people who, who, who run the company. Tony Khan included. By questioning the fact that the that, that that those EVPs are even there, he's questioning his boss's judgment. Okay, and Tony Khan signs the checks, bro. Like, what the yeah, fuck right, are you yeah. on? Going for like, his own boss like that? Come on. When going for everybody like that is crazy. And like, it, unwarranted. It, 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 it was unwarranted. Like, if you like, 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 if he wanted to get it out of the way. Like that he was that he didn't want to be asked about Cole Cabana, which he wasn't asked about Cole Cabana at all during the interview. He just saw somebody who knew him and decided to go off. Uh, if he really didn't want people asking about, it, he could just say, "Hey, uh, you know, I, I don't want any questions about Colt Cabana tonight. You know, my relationship with him is 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 our is my is you know mine and his business, and the business of the people who run this company, not the business of the press." And he could have left it at that, but he didn't. All right, if he was so offended by what Hangman Page said, he could have talked to him backstage and said, hey, man, and sat down and said, hey, man, 
I don't I don't appreciate you going for, you know, those kind of personal attacks on me, man. I just wanted to keep it all all professional, all in the business. And if you want to say something like that, you got to come to me first. You know what I mean? That happens right. all the fucking time in the, you know, with older guys and younger guys. It happens all the fucking time. So why he couldn't do that for himself, especially if he sees himself as that older guy who mentors the younger guy, why he didn't do it blows my fucking mind, you know? <laughs> right. So all, all of this, because this fucking guy cannot handle the slightest bit of shit. Like, ugh. it hurts, man. Like, I, I own this guy's shirts, you know? Like, I, mm. I, 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 I fucking supported this guy when he was gone and when he came back. And, and all I have to show for it is a fucking t-shirt. That's it. I supported CM Punk, and all I got out of it was this stupid shirt. Stupid t-shirt. <laughs> fuck you, Punk. Like, genuinely, fuck you, bro. Man, what the fuck were you that's on? That's upsetting, man. Like, I'm I'm going to have to start watching Raw now, because it's going to be like Riho versus fucking Asuka now, versus Becky Lynch. And I don't want to watch that. God damn it. But I mean, it doesn't seem like he's giving you any other option because uh, you know. If these uh, niggas run away, if the if the elite leave AEW, which would be worst case scenario, because you know their group name is in the fucking name of the company, I would I would probably stop watching. Like it 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 would it it would kill my enjoyment that much. Damn. I'll just go back to rewatching old Lucha Underground episodes, and <laughs> just watching New Japan. Like I will just quit watching American wrestling as a whole. It like I said this back when when Vince left, all right, and the the AEW viewership was was kind of struggling for a bit. I had this theory that there's a lot of people who don't really care about wanting better wrestling; they just want WWE to be good again. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that back then. It seemed like that back when NXT was good from 2000 fucking fucking 14 and 18. All right. And I'm getting that feeling again now. Now that the Bucks and Kenny are rumored to be leaving and, you know, a lot of people backstage, according to reports, because they saw how Cody was treated are, you know, more certain that they'd be, you know, treated better back over at the Fed, you know. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and these people on Twitter asking, like, "Hey, man, you know this guy in NXT, this guy in WWE, be great." It seems like people didn't care about the business; they just cared about, you know, their their Raw and SmackDown shows. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I, I I can't shake the feeling that that applies now. I can't shake the feeling that the whole you know quote unquote revolution was for nothing, and was built on you know, a bunch of people just lying about what they want. You know, I said that when Cody left too, you know, that guy didn't leave because, you know, that chapter in his career was over. That guy left because he's a pussy. That guy <laughs> left because he booked himself and couldn't get over. Okay. And people didn't like it and he refused to turn heel. And so he fucking left. He just like CM Punk wanted the company to be built around him. All right. And when he left for WWE and they signed him in order to spite the company he made, what did they do? Built the fucking company around him. So, you know, it it all, it all, you know, leads me to ask, what do you guys want? Put your money where your mouth is. 
All right. Do I want better wrestling? Yes. But I also want a wrestling ecosystem that allows for there to be more than just the WWE. And if AEW, you know, folds because the elite leave, because the backbone of the company leave all over CM Punk, I'll, I'll know that what I want out of this art form, what I want out of this medium, what I want out of this business is not going to happen. And so I'll just take my fucking enjoyment elsewhere. I'll just go watch Tokyo Joshi Pro and Ice Ribbon forever. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Those women are fucking god tier. I'll go watch Stardom. You know? Watch another five-star GP. I don't give a shit. Those women work their ass off. And there's not just one company in Japan. There's like fucking a bunch. Yeah. From from what you've told me, yeah, it seems like there's a lot. It's like, you know what we need? Like, like, bro, like I, I saw someone make a joke about this on Twitter, but like CM Punk really needs to start doing drugs, bro. Like, you, like, really, bro. Like, just smoke a little bit of pot. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, his whole gimmick is, is that he's straight. straight edge? He's, yeah, he's still straight. He's been straight edge his whole life. That's not a gimmick. That's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, okay, okay. But, like, bro, like, just smoke some pot, dude. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> Go chill I'm out, so bro. serious, nigga. How are you that wound up, bro? Like, like I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, if some... if. if Hangman Page cut that same promo, but CM Punk went home and decided to just smoke a gram or something, smoke an ounce. He'd have been fine. He wouldn't have cared. <laughs> Genuinely. He'd be a lot less uptight if he actually did drugs. Like, for, for serious. Tony Khan, you need to hire Rob Van Dam to just smoke the whole locker room out, bro. <laughs> like, I posted on my Instagram, on my Instagram story, like, hey, you know who's not toxic backstage? Fucking Rob Van Dam, all right? Like, I re- he was wrestling in a pro wrestling Noah over in Japan a couple months ago, and he was still doing, like, lion salts and shit. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I mean, he's operating at, like, a, like, a, like a, a quarter of what he used to be operating at, but fuck it, man. He's still going. He's still going. Still right. going strong as shit. Fuck it. Man, I can't. I, <sighs> it's been a rough week for fans of this, of this uh, medium. It's been a rough week. <laughs> rough week but hey at least uh, I can't believe I'm saying this but at least the fed products were solid this week I guess whoa I would I whoa. would never never ever ever under any you know what's crazy ever you know, hear you say that you know why I'm saying that is because for once in their goddamn existence they decided to stop putting on sports entertainment and for one match on one show Decided to be like, you know what we're going to do is just re- is have some wrestling. Good wrestling. The yeah. best match at Clash at the Castle was Sheamus versus Gunter. And the best part of that match was not any sort of dives or any sort of, you know, weird sports entertainment gimmicks. It was just them chopping each other in the chest. All right. Which is some insane Japanese strong style shit. All right. And was just like the Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii match that happened in the, you know, the preview to All Out. But like. You know what? You know what's good is just straight up wrestling, bro. I do not care about sports entertainment. No sports entertainers around me, okay? None of that shit. I yeah. just want, I just want big men to chop each other in the chest and suplex each other and shit. Best match on the show did not feature a single top rope dive. It was just straight up hard hitting wrestling. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> but I still I still do like that flippy shit though. Let me get let me see some super kicks. All right? <laughs> I watched you know the the Death Triangle hit three super kicks followed by three Canadian destroyers. That shit was sexy. I love lucha. All right, but goddamn it, I love it. 
It's good. What can I say? Yeah, I'm just uh, ugh. I, I I can at the very least say that I'm sort of excited to see what AEW is going to do going forward because as these past couple months have shown, when there's drama backstage and the dirt sheets are talking a lot of smack, these kids will put on a phenomenal show. And this past week of Dynamite was great. It was fucking fantastic. All right. <laughs> Like da- Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Chris Jericho rounded up everybody in the back and gave a rousing speech. And, you know, MJF was in the middle of cutting his promo this week and Moxley came out and literally, I'm not going to describe it. Like, you should go watch the promo he cut this past week of Dynamite. Legit had me shadow boxing in my house. All right. Because it was like, you know, bro, this fucking company is the fucking best hell yeah, bro. Like, like it was, he was just saying hella good shit, you know. <laughs> Fucking and, and fucking Brian Danielson was there, you know, he's cool. Like this nigga, man. I like I love Brian Danielson, okay? Like I, I make that fairly obvious whenever I talk about it, and I always post about it on my Instagram story. I, every time he wrestles, I always gotta be like, there is no one greater. Because there is no one greater. He's like the best. All right. This fucking guy, Brian Danielson, knows how much the audience like cares about him and just does dangerous shit just to get the audience to be like feel sympathy. Like he's nuts. I love him. <laughs> He's like, oh, the audience. I mean, that's how we won him over, I guess. I mean, like, like bro, the audience cares about Brian Dennison because he's like a smaller guy. Dog. He's like 5'10", which is like my height. But like, you know, huh? For a wrestler. Yeah, for a wrestler. For I mean, a, this guy I mean, was in a company. Let's talk about that. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like it, this guy was working for the WWE, man. And like Vince McMahon only hires people who are like, only like he's like a woman. He only likes people over six foot. Okay. <laughs> and so you know and i t- I talked about the yes movement but like people like brian anderson because he's small and because he knows how to get the crowd going all right and he knows how much the crowd cares about him and so whenever the crowd's kind of dying down he does like dangerous shit he lets his opponent drop him on his head all right and then they're like no please brian Anderson, no <laughs> all right like his like his return match with daniel garcia was only just like had like three pile drivers in it Okay, he just like knows like yo, let me let me get the audience to feel bad for me real quick, and it works every time. All right, this guy was this guy was playing to the crowd. He was hitting the yes kicks, hitting the label lock, hitting that fucking uh, kinshaku knee. All right, he was he was doing everything. He was just being Brian Danielson, and he won. All right, against Hangman Page in the third match of their series, which has been like the best series of matches in the history of AEW. Okay, like I remember back in like it was like January. When these two wrestled in a main event on Dynamite and had a 60-minute time limit draw, which was fucking nuts. Damn. It's a banger. It was a fucking banger match, dude. You can't <laughs> expect, expect nothing less from the American Dragon Brian Danielson, okay? So what else fucking happened? Uh, there was Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta, like fucking 17. Guys have been, rest- have been having matches for decades, man. I shouldn't say decades, but they've been having matches for a long ass time. They essentially came up. Long together. Ass time, yeah. They they yeah. came up together essentially, <laughs> and you know they they had that match that had that backstory behind it, but it was also a run back of their match from Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, excuse me, a couple months ago. Uh, and you know the title changed, so now Daniel Garcia is the new Ring of Honor Pure Champion, and you know they incorporated the sort of uh, Chris Jericho Brian Danielson story in it. Where after, you know, Daniel Garcia won the match in his hometown, Brian Danielson walked out to the ring still looking like raw from his match. And he actually put the belt on Garcia's waist and raised his hand up. 
And Jericho's like, no, what are you doing? No. You know, <laughs> no, no, only sports entertainers. You know, it was real melodramatic, but it was like, it was, it was phenomenal, man. Daniel Garcia has now officially been crowned as like the leader of the new generation at that company. And I, I'm here for it. He's good. He's really fucking good. So, God damn. And then there was Rampage that I haven't watched yet because it started like as the minute I got home. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Gee, gonna as well. Yeah, I, I still gotta watch that. You know, the, Samoa Joe is gonna be on the show. He's been away because he's been filming Twisted Metal. Uh, but oh, I, right, yeah, that's that's coming out. Yeah, he also <laughs> is. He's also in Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. So he's got oh. a lot of acting. Yeah, he voices King Shark, I believe. Uh, he's got a lot of acting stuff going on right now. So he's been away, and a lot of people have been like, where's where's Samoa Joe? You guys signed him just for him to sh- disappear. It's like, well, he's he's doing acting stuff right now. And he apparently showed up on Rampage, so I want to see what he did. You know, and Claudio Castagnoli is going to have a match with Dax Harwood. So it's going to be bald men all around. And I, I I fucking love Claudio, you know, the artist formerly known as Cicero. Okay, I fucking love him. So ah, okay, okay. He only he only puts on bangers, right? only bangers from Claudio. I need to see him hit that giant swing and hit that fucking Ricola bomb. Okay. Ricola. I need to see that shit right now. I need that shit in my veins. <laughs> All right. Need it. But yeah, that's, that's, that's been wrestling. Okay. You know, and then of course the queen, they, they told me the queen died, but Rio's still alive and well. So I didn't know who they were talking about. You know, <laughs> shouts out. It's my goat. All right. God damn it. That's what she's the goat. The, the goat. goat. This, this backstage drama was not happening when, when, when she was there. No, okay, let's keep this a buck. <laughs> you were not hearing about this when she was there, okay? Everything True. was everything was good when her visa issues weren't fucking happening, okay? God damn it. Mm, that's so that's sad, man. Get get Riho back. Get Takeshita back. All right. We already got Sheeta back. She's showing up on Dynamite next week. That's why she's a fucking it's my bitch, dog. <laughs> I don't know if I've shown boing boing for her very much in this podcast, but like, where is where is this where's this thing at? Where's this be at? Let me let me let me let me let me put this in Discord real quick. Let me let me just let me just let me just. Here we go. Yeah, upload. Look look at that. Look at that. <laughs> damn, damn. She ew. Go. Gonna make me act up. Oh. She knows how fucking she is bad, son. She's Anyways, like, nah, she's not my heart. Besides the besides the point, she's a fucking phenomenal wrestler, dog. She put on banger matches this whole year, and then uh, she went to like uh, fucking ice uh, back to like ice ribbon or something for like a couple months and won the belt, won the Regina D Wave Championship. But she she she's been back in the U.S. for like a couple weeks wrestling on elevation but she's gonna be on dynamite next week which is gonna be a fucking banger match i love Sheeta. i love japanese women's wrestlers bro all right <laughs> but that's that is a discussion for you know another day i'm i'm just i'm all tuckered out on this wrestling shit man this shit was stressing me out monday and tuesday yeah i mean with all of that happening within like the span of a few days like all of that shit yep. that that happened all it was of it, literally it was a couple hours a few days it was, it was hours. hours it was hours oh hell no nah. <laughs> it was it was literally imagine. literally the pay-per-view and then the the media scrum it was it was hours bro damn it's not popping off <laughs> not popping off That's all I got. 
feeling all right are you feeling okay now no i'm i'm <laughs> fine it's just like man like wrestling gets 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 me man i don't know it's just something i enjoy a lot that stresses me the fuck out fuck you phil <laughs> uh i'm we i didn't even fucking mention what happened during the rest of the pay-per-view man the fucking before before we before we close this out okay like i, I really gotta talk about these guys the acclaimed okay I, I talked about them back, you know, during when uh, during my double or nothing coverage, you know, and how fucking insanely popular these guys are by just doing shit like saying "scissor me, daddy ass," okay, and making jokes <laughs> yeah, okay. in rap music, like. But you you had to be there when these guys fucking tore the house down on Sunday, and got an entire arena of people on their fucking feet with these near falls and this match. Like, I love Keith Lee and Swerve, okay? Like, you remember when Keith Lee first showed back up, I was shaboing-boinging all over the podcast, all right? But but let me let me get a picture of this, man, of these guys, okay? Let me get a picture of the acclaimed. I love these guys. Gotta see. Okay, right here. All right, shouts out to the boy. Damn, I can kind of feel my heart starting to beat. So you know I'm high as fuck. Here we go. Uh, Discord. Post. Okay, this is the acclaimed. All right. Uh-huh. On the left, you got my boy Platinum Max Caster. Okay, a man that even John Cena said could beat him in a rap battle. All right. <laughs> and on the right, you've got Anthony Bowens. Okay. Now, you look at Max. Okay, not a not a terribly big guy. Okay, he's he's pretty he's pretty cut. Pretty, pretty, pretty well, well toned. All right. Yeah, yeah. And Bowens is the far more, you know, like, like um, ripped of the two. All right. Yeah, yeah. Then we've got Swerve in our glory, the tag team of Swerve Strickland, the artist formerly known as Isaiah Swerve Scott from NXT, and Keith Lee, the artist formerly known as Bearcat. Okay, post. Let's get this to Discord. Post. Now you okay. know me, sure. boing boinging for Keith Lee because Keith Lee's a big boy, okay, and he moves like a little boy. All right, I love Keith Lee, <laughs> and Swerve is cool. Swerve is actually an incredibly underrated worker. He had this. He was a part of this faction NXT or the stable called Hit Row, and he was like the only good wrestler on that fucking <laughs> fucking stable. Okay, damn. And so. As you can see from this picture, Swerve and Lee are the AEW tag champions, okay? And the acclaim, they had a match with the acclaimed at the pay-per-view. All right, now let me pull up this picture. Uh this is this this picture's insane. All right. To the point where even even John Cena posted this. John Cena, the guy that rides for uh, WWE. Vince McMahon posted this. Yeah, I should also mention how Seth Rollins posted how this is one of the best matches of the week, by the way. Uh, but here we go. Look at this picture. He Max, yes, Max Caster got Keith Lee up for an attitude adjustment. <laughs> John Cena's move, nigga. He got Keith Lee up for an AA. And he hit it, too. All right, it, it didn't win the match, but 
the the entire building was on their feet for this. The only other time the building was on their feet like this was when Hangman Page and Kenny Omega had like their face off during the trios title match. And that's because that's been literally like a years long running storyline. Okay. But just the acclaimed by themselves got the building on that level. Like that shit's crazy. Everybody (laughs) loves the acclaimed. You see people who don't watch wrestling posting Max Caster clips on, on Twitter. All right. And every time I see it, I have to say everybody loves the acclaimed because they do. All right. Like I can literally, literally see this. Let's go to the latest. All right. Mm-hmm. Fucking Nina Turner, political commentator, posted a clip from Max Caster's rap about how Joe Biden canceled student debt. And then I replied <laughs> to the tweet. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Okay. Another, another, uh, same day, another person tweeted out, Joe Biden cancels student debt, gets a shout out with the clip. Everybody loves the acclaimed. All right. <laughs> like, it's so fucking cool, man. Like, who does not love the acclaimed? They're, they're way too swag. If I, if I, if I do say so myself, they're just way too swag. How can you not? Like these are two people, one of one of whom is an openly gay wrestler, that being Anthony Bowens, who are running around making jokes in rap songs and saying scissor me daddy ass. And they're the most over tag team in the company. <laughs> so like it, it's crazy, man. Like I fucking I fucking love these guys. I fucking love the acclaimed. I bought their shirt. It's going to be here soon. Scissor me. Daddy ass was like the number one selling shirt on pro wrestling tees when it dropped for very good reason, because everybody loves the acclaimed. Whenever I watch this shit with my brother, we always, always scissor each other when the acclaimed come out. Okay. Because that shit, that shit is cool. (laughs) You do what? Oh, yo. (laughs) I can, I can, I can send a gif of what it looks like. Okay. Pretty sure it'll be in the, uh, the discord's got to have one. Yeah, we're always scissoring, all right? Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I kind of I kind of need the the visualization. There we go. There we go. There we go. Right there. That's what scissoring is. That's the acclaim. Okay. That's the acclaim. Okay. 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 <laughs> but it's the it's the fucking stupidest shit. Like you know how fucking stupid this is. These guys were in a feud with uh, Billy Gunn and his kids, his his sons Austin and Colton. Okay, called they're called, the Billy Gunn and his kids are on a stable called the Gun Club. Okay, but they're also colloquially known as the Ass Boys. All right, the Ass Boys. <laughs> the Ass okay. Boys. Okay, and so in after like in the run up to Double or Nothing and like afterwards, the acclaimed and the Ass Boys were in like a like a like they're in like a shared stable. All right, but like after Double or Nothing, you know. Fucking uh, Billy Gunn betrayed the acclaimed, and Anthony Bones was standing there with his fingers out, like with the scissor ready, and Billy Gunn just hit him with a move instead. It was the most melodramatic shit, but the audience was alive for it. Like this is the most over thing in the company right here. Is two guys doing a fucking stupid motion with their fingers that's supposed to mimic like lesbian sex? It's the fucking greatest thing, and everybody goes wild whenever they say "scissor me, daddy ass." Everybody goes crazy for it. Like, wrestling is so fucking stupid, but I love it. Like, it's so fucking stupid, but I love it. But, I mean, it's good. It's good. That's what matters. I, like, I, 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 like, even the guys at the other company 
were talking about how good their match was. Like I like Damn. like bro like ugh, the, ugh, I love the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. <laughs> and that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I gotta say is just just say, I, like do you have anything else? You got anything else? Uh honestly, no, no. I, I still still nothing like worth the discussion. Cause I mean like I don't think I can say anything that will live up to the hype. Of what you just said. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> I don't give a shit. But no, nah, I don't. I can't say that I do. All right. Well, again, for joining us for another two hours. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, you Thanks. guys, the fans are what keeps this show going. And I see where you guys are, you know, like, you know, Chicago, oh, Tampa, right. DC, London, and Manchester. Like you, you, like those are the biggest places where we are. Like you guys, like you guys are the reason why this show exists. And I love every single one of you. Like seriously. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you all so much for giving us uh, some, some ears because I, I didn't think that, uh, you know, anyone would want to listen to some, some nerds talk about their interests for two hours, but hey, <laughs> it's proven it's proven to be interesting to some people. Someone out there is like, these guys are spitting and we're just insane. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys for listening and uh stream the new Mario. <laughs> <laughs>